With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Police investigate an armed robbery that took place at a service station last night. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin reports. On March 29th, on Dorsey Drive, two men arrived at the location on a motorcycle. One made his way into the service station carrying a firearm, fired a single shot upward and demanded cash. He then took a quantity of cash from a customer and fled the location on motorcycle along with another man. Shortly afterwards, police stopped a car with two occupants traveling in the vicinity of School Road. The vehicle refused to stop and continued off. However, the vehicle stopped shortly and the two occupants escaped. Officers conducted a search of the vehicle and found items that appear to connect the car to the robbery incident. The vehicle has been recovered to be processed forensically as investigations continue. The man who entered the service station was described as wearing long blue jeans, a multicolored long sleeve shirt, and had his hands, head, and face covered. The second man was also wearing long clothing and had his head and face covered. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The matter remains under investigation and anyone with information on the incident is asked to contact Georgetown CID at 949-4222. A 22-year-old man injured in a serious collision on Mangrove Avenue last Thursday has now died as a result of his injuries. Police confirm the victim is Mr. Brendan Lee Gale, a Jamaican national residing in the islands who passed away yesterday. Mr. Gale was hurt when he veered off the roadway around 3 a.m. Thursday, March 24th, hitting a fence before colliding with a utility pole. He is the fifth road fatality this year. A quick overview of the 2021 crime stats released today by the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service. Commissioner Derek Byrne says crime is stable, with a 3.9% increase over 2020, but also reports reductions in burglaries for the fourth straight year. There were 34,000 incidents reported, just over 3,600 crimes recorded, and more than 2,200 arrests. The year also saw $4 million in seized or recovered drugs, 86 cybercrime investigations, and more than 250 financial crime investigations, both domestic and international. On the roads, police say there were approximately 2,600 motor vehicle accidents, 328 of those resulted in injury or death, and there were more than 3,700 speeding tickets issued in 2021. Police Today said an essential part of their strategic policing plan is addressing community concerns, and they plan to do that by listening to and working with the people in our communities. Community Policing Inspector Leslie Lang. Well, this, this section of community policing is that we, from this time we actually take that time out to listen to members of the public. Um, and this is something that all officers eventually we want to get on board with doing and providing that adequate feedback um, to members of the public. People make um, reports and the feedback to the members of the public are, are, are lacking. Um, so we want to improve on that and we want to show the members of the public that we're here to communicate with them. To aid in the communication, there are 43 community WhatsApp groups along with meetings where people can air their grievances and concerns. From Attending a few meetings um, in recent time, we're talking about speeding, we're talking about um, loud music, um, drug um, usage, um, a lot of parties on a weekend, um, um, and, and, and interfering with the with the with the nice and 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 lifestyle of the elderly, they can't sleep. So these are some of the issues that are coming up and we plan to address these issues um, head on. Right now there are 19 community policing officers and 10 community safety officers. If you'd like to find out who your local community officer is, just visit the RCIPS website at rcips.ky.
Government flies flags at half-mast today at all government sites, a show of respect to mark the passing of Mr. Benson Ebanks, OBE, at the age of 87. Flags will also be lowered to half-mast for the two days before Mr. Ebanks' funeral, once that date is officially confirmed. The opposition today sends its condolences to the family of Mr. Ebanks, the Honorable Roy McTaggart, leader of the opposition. Mr. Benson's place in the history of his beloved Cayman Islands is undisputed as is his place in the hearts of many Caymanians. A founding member of the Rotary Club of Grand Cayman, chairman of the NCVO, and founding shareholder and board member of Cayman National Bank, Mr. McTaggart tells Radio Cayman Mr. Benson's life's work extended well beyond government and parliament. His contributions to our islands through politics, business, and socially helped make the Cayman Islands a better place and positively impacted the lives of countless numbers of Caymanians. As we reported on Radio Cayman last night, Mr. Benson passed away in his West Bay home at the age of 87. His family says funeral announcements will soon be announced. The governor has acted lawfully. That is the judgment in a judicial review relating to the governor's 2020 move to enact local domestic partnership legislation. The LGBTQIA community of the Cayman Islands as a whole can now rest easy in the knowledge that their civil partnerships will remain legally recognized indefinitely. Founder of local advocacy group Colors Caribbean, Billy Bryan, tells Radio Cayman the Grand Court decision provides certainty for same-sex couples as well as for different sex couples who have already taken advantage of the CPA. On Monday, the Grand Court posted its judgment with regard to whether constitutional reserve powers granted to the governor gave him the right to enact Cayman's Civil Partnership Act, and if so, whether the Constitution limits powers to Cayman's parliament. Well, Justice Richard Williams concluded that he was satisfied when viewing the Constitution as a whole, that the responsibility for compliance with the obligation in the European Convention on Human Rights falls within external affairs and is a special responsibility. Therefore, quote, the governor was entitled to exercise his reserve power to enact the CPA. Colors Caribbean recognizes that we all have equal rights, albeit with different names. The former cannot be belittled, notwithstanding the stigmatization and victimization that segregation inflicts on same-sex couples by prohibiting access to the secular institution of marriage. On September 28, 2020, the civil partnership regulations went into effect, enabling residents of the islands to enter into civil partnerships, and that includes same-sex relationships. After a series of recent wins, with Cabinet approving a number of new protected areas in all three Cayman Islands, the push continues for nominations of other areas that could use conservation support. The call for public nominations is now live. That has gone out um, through various media, and the DOE will keep pushing that out for the council over the next couple of months. It went live for February 7th and is open until May 13th. DOE's John Bothwell there updating the National Conservation Council on the initiative. You are invited to submit your letter of nomination to be included in the 2022 consultation process. The NCC asks that you provide as much detail as possible to explain where the area is on a map and why it is significant to you as a protected space. You can find full details at conservation.ky. We have a lot of things going on for the day. The Joanna Clark Primary School Parent Teacher Association and Pedro St. James invite you to the upcoming Spring Fair. PTA member Ashley Wattler tells Radio Cayman there are two Easter egg hunts on the day and early registration is open now. You can head to the PTA Facebook page to register your child under 10. It's a fun-filled day. Everything for the family. We have Mr. Alvin's kitchen, Nana's kitchen, doing local foods with fried fish and different things like that. We have over 20 vendors of local arts and crafts and we 
as a PTA, we'll be selling a lot of things for the kids. Burgers, hot dogs, pizza. Uh, we have horseback riding, petting the bunnies. We have live entertainment with none other than the folk singers. We have Radiance Dance Group, Sound Revolution, and the Heat Band performing. So we do have a lot to offer for the day, and we ask everyone to come out and support. The fundraiser will be held at the Great Lawn of Pedro St. James on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Entry is $5 per person and children under 5 get in for free. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings.